Hi everyone, I'm Rob Quinlan here at the Dublin Academy of Education and I am one of the economics teachers here. So um, during our Academy Bytes podcast, we are going to chat through the world of economics, fascinating world that it is, and mainly the project and the exam that's coming in your mocks and in the lead cert in June next year. So um, yeah, so where you should be at the minute, um, where you're going over the next few months and where you should be by the time you get to June as well is uh, extremely important. So. What first thing we'll have a look at is well, economics in itself. So, you know, there's 20% for your project, getting into 80% for your exam. So that's probably the first thing that's probably worrying you or that you're working on at the minute is your project. So having corrected probably about 300 of the projects in the last, whatever, um, 12 months between students here, students in the grinds and in um, the Lehman Cert as well, uh, last July, I feel like I've just, I'm, projected out of it at this stage but what i can give then is a little bit of guidance as to where you can go with your with your project at this stage so um main thing is what what i found was that first thing i when i picked up a project was i knew the student was interested in what they were doing and that came through in how they kind of interpreted data how they found data and how they worked it into conclusions then at the end. So main thing is your aims are your absolute pivotal points of your whole project. So generally leave it to about three aims. So what basically you want to find out. Don't answer your question in your introduction. So make sure you have kind of a, a broad aim for each of them and make sure you're hitting off each and every one of those as you're going through the research process then into your conclusion. So what I mean by that is make sure that you're not saying um, the that the corporation tax is of vital importance during the, or for the Irish economy. What you're saying is, well, how important is Irish corporation tax or whatever you want to go for there. So the first project is looking at the positive or negatives of COVID. Make sure you're not going for both. You just don't have enough room in the 750 words of the research process. So um, take the positives. So what you could look at there are our corporation tax rates or the importance of our MNCs, as I spoke, spoke about there. Um, I suppose the resilience of the economy, so our export sector um, actually had a surplus last year when the majority of countries across the world um, had massive deficits. So how resilient our economy is in the face of, a, of the black swan, as it was called in the, in the project, in the theme, and how unprecedented it was. Obviously, downturn in the economy, like four easy categories to get into there, were in the hospitality sector, tourism, construction, and definitely the aviation. So that's definitely negative aspects of COVID that had a massive impact on the Irish economy. So that's four things you could easily get into there. That's probably probably one of the easiest topics you could talk about as well in terms of the, the vast amount of resources that you could use. Um, project number two then that gets into the um, government intervention so how they intervened with their subsidies their grants their tax reductions and so on and how that impacted individual behavior and business decisions so quite difficult to look at individual behavior but what you could look at is like how green we became over the uh, lockdown during the three lockdowns that we did kind of get more in touch with um, with the greenery and kind of space around Ireland as well and how the government kind of helped with greenways and with cycle tracks and so on. Um, in terms of the second part then is business decisions. So how did the government intervention, how did that intervene or how did that help businesses make decisions during the time of COVID and what impact did it have? And that's the main thing on that one is the impact it had on business decisions. So you could take a uh, business close to you, you could take um, one of the multinationals and see, well, with the government's help, how did that have an impact overall on, um, on the, the economy and on their decisions?
And then topic number three then looks at a really interesting area of technology. So how technology impacted the economy in terms of um, and during COVID. So really nice one there to get into is kind of how we've got into a cashless society. Um, again, became a lot more reliant on credit cards, bank cards, Revolut cards and so on. And another thing is technology around education as well and how that has revolutionized education, not only in secondary schools, but definitely in, in um universities and colleges as well and how they've adapted to uh, to the overall um pandemic on online so yeah there that's a three massive broad stroke um look at the, the three projects the when you're getting into it make sure that your line of inquiry and your aims are very very specific that we're trying to get into a funnel kind of a shape where you know exactly what you're looking for so it's not too broad if it's too broad your research process is going to be an absolute mess make sure you're detailing and implementing and analyzing each of your three aims within your research process and then move on to your conclusion. Do not bring any new information into the conclusion, otherwise you will lose marks and it just doesn't become relevant. So that's basically where it is. Make sure with your data as well that it's up to date, it is relevant and you're analyzing the data. So don't just lob up something from the CSO website or from the Department of Finance website or um, where your money goes. Um, and just leave it at that. Make sure you have figure one beneath it and then analyze it. So say, okay, this is exactly, <clears throat> sorry, this is exactly what's happening in the graph uh, above. And this is the impact it has on society, on individuals, on the government and so on. So really, really handy ways to, uh, to, to get about that. And that would really help with your exam as well, which, which will come up during your mocks and for your leaving cert as well. So that's basically that side of it. Um, yeah, just make sure you have as much data as possible. Make sure quantitative and qualitative um, analysis. Probably just kind of a personal aspect. I would probably stay away from primary research. It um, sometimes does generally take away from the project. And generally, what I found with students were penalised for using a lot of primary research because we were looking for a lot of data, whereas you are the only source of, source of data when you are doing the primary research. So maybe stay away from that and just try and get as much resources build up from online sources and um, and books or whatever you need as well. So yeah, that's basically the project. But again, it's only worth 20%, but it will help massively for, for your exam. So with the exam, um, it's, yeah, it's split up 20% um, for your um, short questions and 60% overall then for your long questions. So short questions, um, nice kind of choice on that. You have to do eight questions overall. And yeah, you shouldn't have any real problem with that. Make sure I would, generally do all eight you do of the time so economics is split up into two and a half hours so generally we'd we talk about um half an hour per set per question so half an hour for the short questions and then half an hour for each of your long questions and thereafter so the long questions you have four to do and you have to out of six questions so i would while i would do all of the the long questions as much as possible um, I'd always stick to the, the absolute maximum of four for the long questions because if you're doing more than four, you probably haven't done something right. So um, yeah, so again, just it gives you back up on the short questions, but to make sure you're accurate as possible on the long questions, make sure you're only sticking to the four. Now, one thing that students always ask every year is like, can I study macro or micro and can I ignore one? Maybe up until two years ago, you might have gotten away with a H3 or H2 even by studying only one, but definitely not anymore. And the way the paper looks at the minute, it is kind of going towards a macro element of um, of studying economics. So at, your, at this stage of, of sixth year, what I'd be definitely making sure that you know very, very well is your national income, fiscal policy, monetary policy, um, and kind of the 
the other one then is international trade there's kind of minor chapters then afterwards so there's three really nice um short chapters their financial sector which is probably the more technical of the macro sections but again very very up to date very relevant to, to the world around us uh, globalization is the second last one and the last one then is economic growth and development so those three short chapters should kind of wrap up the your macro section but again main thing with that is just make sure you're doing as many short questions or many past paper questions as possible there's only so many questions we can ask on the paper so the more you get through the past paper questions mock paper questions that came up so make sure you ask your your teacher if they have resources or if they have access to um any of the the mock questions that will really really help as well something we have um always ready to go here in the academy during our grinds is that we have them fully fully prepared for whatever question or eventuality that comes up on it make sure with the the new source of or the new answer style of the questions as well is that you will be asked to analyze a lot of data and a lot of graphs main thing is when you're analyzing is what's the trend so is the trend increasing or decreasing is it improving or disimproving is it um in, in there's a percentage wise going up or down that's the first thing you have to analyze second thing then give dates give years give possible reasons for the increase or decrease make sure you're giving um uh, factual then um figure explanation of it as well so like if it increased from say eleven thousand euro to forty thousand euro that you're not just saying it went from 11 to 40 that you are saying in the middle well the difference between the the 2008 and 2010 that's um that's what you're looking at there and then giving your percentage change and when you're giving your percentage change then just make sure you get your the change and put that over the original value that gives the percentage change and as i said if you haven't done already just make sure you're giving some form of a backup in terms of why this might have happened so it might have been during COVID, uh, due to covid it might be uh, due to the celtic tiger the great depression or um the recession of 2008 so that's how to analyze or to answer a new form of analysis question um on the paper as well um when you're getting into it just make sure that when you're sitting down for the exam it's not like the likes of english or history or business where you are under severe time pressure like economics is not like that where you do have about three or four minutes at the very start just to sit back relax flip through the paper just highlight questions that you like put a line to your questions that you really, really don't like you're not prepared for so at least you know then as you're going through the paper you're like oh no that's actually great because i have a, a national income question or i have a international trade question that i'm going to answer later this overlaps nicely i'll be able to kind of retrain my my mind or retrain myself into um into what's needed for that so yeah just sit back relax have a flick through it like you're going to know much more than you actually think so the first thing is not to panic obviously Go through the paper and then you start into it then. I go with the your stronger questions first just to try and get yourself into it and then go through ones you're not as certain of um afterwards. So just make sure you're sticking yourself to the time limit of about 26, 27 minutes on each question. Now, the short questions might be bang on up to that 27 minutes, but there might be a really, really nice, say, long answer question that might just look at in the demand and supply elasticity, which because it's a lot of calculations and just moving the graphs uh, curves left and right it shouldn't take you a huge amount of time so you will make up time throughout the exam which then gives you more time at the very end to say actually i might be able to give another one or two um short answer questions to go might be able to kind of have a glance back over some of my long answer questions see if i can add any points or any facts or figures that i might have missed out on as well so don't panic when you go in just sit back have a glance at the paper and then uh, bullet through it yourself as well the um in terms of like the uh the structure 
what it used to be was you'd have question one to four was all micro question five to eight was all macro it's complete jumble um of what's going on at the minute so like you could have section a section b would be a um demand and supply market structure question whereas part c then might be a random globalization or economic growth question so yeah you can't rely on your macro versus micro anymore it really really has to be solid across the board um so yeah so just be prepared be prepared for that last year the um the exam focused massively on government intervention government regulation which is your government intervention chapter um in your micro section looked a huge amount at the um market failure which is the last section in your micro and it had a good in-depth look at the um globalization so again if you're kind of studying at this around the stage just make sure don't kind of go full in on those chapters like i can't see those being acted asked in much detail again like um the chief examiner will have to kind of go around to other areas of the of the paper that weren't asked massively last year um, in terms of the the massive massive chapters so the, the biggest chapters in the book generally you'd, you'd be looking at your um, market structures and uh, national income and your international trade last year with the international trade huge amount of the middle chunk of that that chapter was on competitiveness where very very little was asked on international trade the deficit and surplus versus and uh, balance payments and the very end then when you're looking at your exchange rates and your um, trade organization so make sure you have a look at that in terms of national income a few questions there we haven't seen in a while so shadow economy and um, circular flow of income aggregate demand aggregate supply um, and getting into next year then what we're, what we're probably looking at is kind of gdp gndp um, and uh, gmp because gni was asked last year so just make sure out of those that's where you get your patterns uh throughout the year of like where has this come up and where could it come up again so yeah so that's basically it um just make sure you're reading and as much as you can now and what i mean reading all you're doing really is uh just kind of short sharp articles on whatever the irish times if there's um economist uh, podcast or if there's an economist um magazine floating around just pick it up have a flick through it and it does increase your fluency um in economics and it will really really help when you sit the exam because what you find in last year's exam and the the mock or the sample um leaving cert that came out in 2020 was that it was very very topical very up to date a lot of current affairs in it where you had to apply your knowledge of economy economics to what was going on in the world around you so definitely keep reading uh, listen to any podcasts on on spotify economics explained is a very very good podcast and um, dave mcwilliams kind of throws out a nice podcast as well that's kind of an irish sense as well and um yeah so just uh, just make sure you're tipping through those and it would really really help so yeah that's about it and um, overall the um I don't know if there's, there's anything else I can I can add to that, but um, yeah, so I hope you found this helpful um, and very, very best, best luck, not only with economics in Leaving Cert, but economics in the future, very, very bright future ahead with economics well backed up behind you. So all the best and I hope to see you around the academy at some stage.